Live from beautiful Culver City, hey, California, and Boston, Massachusetts, comes the only movie podcast willing to say that Harrison Ford should absolutely be allowed to crash his plane into a golf course. It's Hollywood Junior. Your name. My name is Tyler Jaker Kara. I am one of your hosts. O'Neill Henry here, coming to you live from O'Neill Henry Production Studios. And coming from Beantown, it's Olivia M. Fumiati. I'm using an M in this one, but uh, for this episode, you can call me Archie. God bless. All right. Yeah, with that. Uh, with that, this week we are discussing Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and who is the next Harrison Ford. But first, this week, Mattel, the toy company, <laughs> has decided to get in on a little Oscar buzz. <laughs> Twice over? Twice over. First off. J.J. Abrams, master of nostalgia, has decided to take his talents <laughs> to the Hot Wheels franchise. Okay, honestly, though, so hype. I'm so hyped for this. I'm so excited for Gen Z's Fast and Furious, because that's essentially what this will end up having to be. So I mixed up. Listen, I'm just... I just welcome the return of the gritty reboot. J.J. Abrams has said that this is going to be a grounded, <laughs> gritty, and emotional reboot of the Hot Wheels franchise. And I, for one, am ready to get back to that sort of Ben Affleck daredevil aesthetic. <laughs> Let's do a quick round. Who's seen any Hot Wheels sort of media besides commercials, right? So a quick raise of hands. Just you. Just me. Great. Love it. Love that fucking love that Hot Wheels content. I'm so excited for these weird ass cars to race each other and do loop-de-loops. J.J. Abrams, if you even fucking try to CGI a loop-de-loop, I'll kill you Honestly, in your sleep. Honestly, I've been watching a lot of these like track builds on TikTok and some of them are very, <laughs> very impressive. And if J.J. Abrams does not take at least some inspiration Jonathan, from Jonathan that, J. Abrams. <laughs> I yeah I don't know if I'll be in attendance for that one. Yeah, look, Jay Jonasson. This Jay Jonas. Look, this comes. There's been a. I don't want to call it recent because it's always existed, and anyone who says it hasn't always existed is wrong. But this sort of recent, a new influx of of ip based content it's just mattel right that's what we're really yelling I mean, and screaming about Hasbro is the fact that mattel has gotten into the game well we're also getting barbie and we got mattel is also barbie. blackberry and we got uh the hot chips movie but those are th- there's, there's a difference between like biopics which i would air. put blackberry and the hot chip and air i would put those all in biopics which we're getting about brands and that's fair that's a fair criticism that maybe we shouldn't be documenting these brands but also these are the brands that are sort of central to our culture right now yeah. so it it tracks i, mean, that's that's like I would Ford say Mattel... Ferrari was not a good idea because it was exactly Ford that's true Ferrari, yeah that's just a sports movie, though. That's true. But brands are involved. So sports is a brand, sports though, movie. is the other sort yeah. of aspect of that that that's people true. always forget. And that's why Air it has, was made, because it, it deals with sports and brands. I would say that Mattel stepping into the narrative game is an interesting uh, development. And we're going to talk about the second story here that Mattel is also running. Uh, but Mattel stepping in is sort of, I see it as the trend uh, that we're going to see along with video games as far as, like, toy and game development because i feel like video games and toys have a similar i guess play element to their play things and so i think that that's just the next step that we're tackling for this media adaptation all right speaking of speaking of the other big one that mattel has oh it's not mattel but it is it is mattel is barney's a mattel wow that's crazy i know right the other big one that has been announced is that daniel kaluuya of get out fame has attached his name to a quote nope. hmm? and nope and nope yeah i heard nope like he wasn't in <laughs> i don't think that's right <laughs> but he's attached his name to a quote surrealistic barney movie <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start with this one <laughs> they assume, okay. they've said that it's going to have a a, a quote-unquote charlie kaufman vibe yeah, that sort of surrealist thing. Okay, Which, here's my thing. Wow. I will reserve my judgments until I see what Barney looks like. 
Okay, because true. it can go that, a couple different Sonic ways. Sonic was the same way. A couple different ways. That's true. Because you could go full full man puppet. You could go full mascot again. I'm hoping that's honestly I, where it goes. I hope it's the I same kind of Barney, the but same. the whole thing is fucked up and he's like he's like ripped and shit. Yeah, or uh, I'm hoping they just pull a Ted. Honestly. A yeah. Ted, but with Barney, and like Barney has to learn what the real world is like. Yeah, and this one, Barney, Barney says fuck in this. <laughs> I want to see Barney smoke a doobie. What's wrong with that? <laughs> what's look at me in the eyes and tell me what's wrong with Barney smoking a He's little a dinosaur? I don't know, dog. <laughs> I don't know what that would do to his brain chemistry. <laughs> Let's talk about the that brain chemistry of dinosaurs smoking marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a set on that real soon. <laughs> uh, I do want to the 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 sort of headliner there, uh, at least for me personally, has been capturing the millennial angst. Mm. They've got a lot Ooh. of it. Ooh. I don't I don't know Why about can we that, not guys. Make good stuff I, about that time. I know we're all disenchanted. Why do we need to less enchantize ourselves? I that's yeah. really what I don't get is like the millennial angst for. I, I, honestly, I'm afraid that it's gonna go. What's that Scooby Doo show that just came Velma. out? Velma. I'm afraid that it's gonna go Velma when it needs to go. Donnie Darko, Will Wilfred Wilson, Wilfred. Wilson. You said Wilfred? Wilson early, but it, Wilfred. It's Wilfred, yeah. Wilfred and Ted. That's sort of the realm I feel like it needs to live in in order to be a successful franchise and film and creation. I agree, but here's the thing that sort of tips me off about the direction they're going is that it's Charlie Kaufman. Is he actually yeah. attached his name to no. it? No, 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 no. That's just no. the style that that's they the style are going just for. Imitating. But that's a very can go anywhere with that. But that's the thing. Style. Charlie Kaufman is not just it's a very distinct style. It's not uh, Charlie Kaufman is not just like, oh, angst and there's an imaginary friend. It's not Jojo Rabbit, but it's Barney instead of Hitler. Honestly, I'd love it though. <laughs> That's definitely the direction they should go. But <laughs> Charlie Kaufman has a very distinct storytelling quality where he bends time and he bends like traditional narrative Honestly, elements. And if they go Atlanta with it, I wouldn't hate it, but it's not really what I would want out of it. Right. I would still want that Barney charm. We, we talked about this earlier, but neither of you have seen the Barney movie either. I've only seen the the, uh, the t- 19 now. or the 2002 I Barney mean, I'm movie. Sure I've seen it. I, just, um, like, I don't. But that that had an element of is Barney real? Is he imaginary? And honestly, I would just like that, but like in a modern adult drama, and that would satiate me. My thing is more like if if you're saying Charlie Kaufman, that's when you're reaching like the story is built, the end is the beginning, and the beginning is the end. And I'm yeah. not sure if I'm ready for that yeah, to I be a Barney that. movie. <laughs> yeah. I know I don't need the first scene to be the last scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a little, reverse, you know? a lot. It's kind of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, if they're going to make it angsty, I feel like they need to give us like a little bit of like a bittersweet ending kind of thing where it's like kind of like et when you're like sure. bye barney i'll miss you and he's like you're my friend yeah and you're like, yeah we are what friends if Bar- barney. what if the end scene is just barney just eats the main character what if uh, that is the it other goes, angle i would actually honestly love is like the saturday poo- morning murder club like it goes, yeah I yeah you, or monster of the week hate me uh-huh. let's go Good. out and kill uh, barney. Where, where, that's right this is tyler's called shot corner Whoa, yep. first trailer ding, ding, ding. first trailer ding 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 first trailer is going to be sort of a soft ukulele uh, in the style of most trailers these days where it's serious <laughs> it's sort of an i i hate you <laughs> or i love you you love me there's something in the closet i don't Let's think it's gonna be go horror. I, I really I don't, don't see this being that. a horror movie if it is a horror movie i'm in though i'm in I can't, I can't. people are already if it's so a horror movie, afraid of barney <laughs> like people are so yes. afraid of barney um that's the millennial okay, angst I think this, might is be kind of, this is kind of a separate thing did anyone else watch yellow dino when they were kids what Yellow oh, Dino? What, the, okay. what is that? We can talk about it another time, this... but Yellow Yellow Dino is a cool saxophone playing dinosaur that wears sunglasses and a leather jacket, and he teaches kids about predators. Oh, Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton. Okay, great. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad we could get a former president on here uh, to tell us about <laughs> the <Clinton>. Jurassic era. <laughs> oh, speaking of dinosaurs. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. It's time to talk about... The Dial of Destiny. <laughs> oh, I thought this one was the Armchair of Fate. Is that the next one or is that the previous one? <laughs> the Walker of Destiny. 
the the <laughs> Harrison Ford and the blood pressure medication of time, I think is what we were going with at one point. I don't remember. Yeah. The, dent- yeah. the denture cream of <laughs> Harrison Ford and the oxygen machine. <laughs> Harrison Ford in the IV drip of Christ. <laughs> so this one, okay, real quick, uh, Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. It is uh, not directed um, by the legend Steven Spielberg. It was directed by James Mangold, who's a very good director. <sighs> I want to point this out before we dig into this, because yeah. I think we're going to have a lot of, I think we've sort of discussed a little bit, we have a lot of complaints about the filmmaking in general, yep. yeah. but... James Mangold's a great director. You know, Ford v. Ferrari, 310 to Yuma, Logan, um, mm-hmm. Walk the Line. He he is a very good sort of like, I don't want to say workaday director. He is a type of director that doesn't in- exist a lot anymore, and it's someone who can sort of morph genres. Non-auteur. interrupted, like can... a non-auteur, but makes good movies Logan. that are of yeah, different but like, that's genres. Like a, that's, yeah, Girl Interrupted is a great like, like, indie yeah. He can kind Drama, of do yeah. action, he can do but kind he of can anything. also do, but like he does kind of focus in that sort of like physical action realm a little bit. Not necessarily yes. your big like Michael Bay action, but like he does sort of lean in that direction. He's done rom-coms. He's done buddy cop. Yeah. He's he's done... also one of the great director producers, which you don't see a lot. I mean, the only p- other ones I can point to that are more modern would be like a Ryan Coogler where he yeah. produces as much as he directs. I, I mean, James Daniel has a writing credit as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, along with five other people. Yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> worked on this script and you there. can tell. Well, listen, it's a big um, bag. It's a big bag. It's a big dial. <laughs> it's a very large dial. Let's, we can talk about it, we but it is a large about the size of the, the dial, dial. But first, okay. Too big for my let's talk first about impressions. Yeah, let's let's talk about. Our, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Let's just talk about Reviewing our filmmaking, our, our film going experiences. Yeah, oh, I think Olivia and I, you and I, both saw this in like a normal, yeah, sort of no. State. Olivia saw it with oh, the fans. Right. Olivia saw it opening night. Got a got a poster. O'Neill, I want to hear about your your appearance. All right, Fourth uh, of July. Uh, I was, it was a day I've been, I've been dead as a dog. Fourth of July was actually my first day off. That wasn't travel or some big life event, be it Tyler's wedding or my mom's 50th birthday, uh, or work. So it was my first day off. I spent the morning surfing, just catching up with an old friend from Kansas city. And then I felt like shit. So I was like, well, I have homework to do. I guess I'll go see Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, I, I also feel like a dried out bag of bones. I feel like the world has maybe forgotten me at this point. <laughs> Let me smoke a little Zaza and maybe I can commiserate with Harrison Ford. I will either absolutely hate this movie or I will absolutely adore this movie and guys i'm here to report i felt nothing i don't know how this is possible i don't know what happened i watched that opening scene and i was like okay all right sure we're doing this all right this is what we're doing we're doing another one fine i felt absolutely nothing uh, a little preview into my review there right. but well t- for context o'neill indiana jones is you've seen them they're just movies quintessential road you. trip movie yeah uh, Olivia and I, they are like core cinema yeah. to our, yes. uh, they are in our head canon of all time cinema for yes. me and Olivia. Some of our so going into this, I really did have, I don't know if I had high expectations, I had expectations. but I had high hopes. <laughs> I had high hopes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hopes I definitely, I, I yes. Yeah. The trailers did not look good. The early reviews were not good. I was hoping that yeah, it would kind of be like a little can. bit of a We didn't talk about this. this. Yeah, big mistake. They tried to capture the Top Gun thing that happened last yeah, year, but I mean, like Harrison that was Ford such a did get like a five minute a... standing ovation, so I'm not mad about that, but like. It's still yeah. He got that, but he's he got that for regarding Henry. He got he got the (laughs) he got the five minutes animation. I don't necessarily know if the mooning. So no, Um, not not at all. Yeah, that was sort of a that was sort of a career standing ovation. All right, let's dig into it then. Uh, Where do we want to start? Do we want to just start with a over? Do we want to start with a summary? Just a full spoiler summary, and then we can dive in. Yeah, Yeah, let's. This will come out to at a point where I think. It will have been long enough, enough that people, people who really want it. to see it and want to hear people talk about and it. And as evidenced by the box office, no, no, yeah. people want but to still, see it. So, but, uh, yeah. do we want to sort of do the work. non, the, uh, so, spoiler alert, here it is. Yep. Yeah. If you want, if you want our general opinions, Olivia and I were kind of just like, 
eh, and O'Neill hated it. Didn't like it. So did not like there it you go. I got a moon. I got. I've got a more nuanced opinion, yes. but yeah. thumbs down for your boy. So, yeah. All right. So this movie, I think you have to start where the movie starts. This movie's got <laughs> this movie's got D. H. Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> D. H. Slightly glossy, sort of and smooth. Mads Mikkelsen. Smooth. And Mads Mikkelsen. Like this, yeah, Mads. But here's the thing: his was Mads isn't as old as <laughs> Harrison. Yeah, but his was pretty good. It just looks like they put makeup on him. I honestly <laughs> think they just did put makeup on Maybe. him. They might have done some retouching in post, but yeah, they like changed his hair color a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but Mads Mikkelsen, one doing, doing Lashif again, kind of yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Look, he's great at it. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but uh, kind of Lashif again. Mm-hmm. Can we just do broad strokes? Yeah, this? let's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big train fight for the Dial of Destiny. Uh, they're, they're looking for artifacts. Nazis again. We love them. We hate them. We love. I them. have a take about the Nazis in this. Well, we'll get there. But you know, there it belongs in a museum. But all the artifacts are fake except for this one small thing that is the Dial of Destiny, which can something something time. The Antikythera. Really, something the, about Archimedes. Yeah, and math and math and time. That's all we get at the beginning. Big train fight ensues. We see uh, Harrison Ford kick a Nazi into a train signpost. Pretty good. Doesn't come <laughs> back actually. around, by the way. No. He is but a we'll scar. get there. Oh, true. Um, but then we also see uh, <laughs> CGI Harrison Ford throughout his younger years because it's portrayed as a t- flashback. Cut to. Oh, cut to very old Harrison Ford. Very old. He's shirtless. Strong. Strong <laughs> still choice. Strong. Still Listen, strong. Strong still. choice. Still got it. Listen, Harrison is a great. He is in great shape, but he's still eighty. He's yes. still eighty. Yeah. <laughs> he stumbles out of bed. He's putting whiskey in his coffee. He doesn't work on. at U Chicago anymore. He works at Hunter in New York yep. for some reason. Yeah. Uh, my just because I could get the location. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, my my wife pointed out. She was like, "Why would?" He moved to uh, that makes a no lower sense. Educate, yeah, no, yeah he it. was a dean at the end of Crystal Skull. I don't know. Anyway, he's in New York, and his goddaughter, played by Phoebe Waller Bridge, one of the few the light very, at the end of this yeah, fucking tunnel. I'll say she's that very great <laughs> in this um, shows up looking for this uh, Antikythera, the the Dial of Destiny that her father was after. He was in mm-hmm. the first scene. And basically, it spins off into the an Indiana Jones back. movie. The Nazis come back. Yeah, and, they're and they, it's a chase across they? the world for the Dial of Destiny before the whack, the wackest the Renaissance fair. Ass you thought that the end of I've Crystal seen Skull happens. was crazy. Yeah, like, I literally I, like. I, to be I, fair, I like, this made sense. This made sense, but I was like, Jesus Christ. I kind of like that though. I like I that it was like the, the left turn at Crystal fucking Skull, bonkers we'll in Crystal Skull, but like this was like Yeah. Are you like this was beyond like we've dealt with like supernatural yeah. extraterrestrial forces before. Yeah, this, this was, went this went from supernatural to just straight magic. Yeah, just straight. Not even magic. Apparently, it was math. Hang on, I math have a take science. about this. I <laughs> yes. have a take about. Well, let's let's say yeah. what it is. Big spoiler alert for this. The the this dial of destiny movie. is a time travel device that lets you go back into the times of Greek into Archimedes. It li- yeah, it okay. it only goes back to. So, the sacking of Syracuse. We can yeah. save this for sort of a, our broad takes at the end, but I have uh, an opinion about the choice of Nazis as the villain and the choice of the Dial of Destiny as the artifact yes. yeah. in this. Uh, is that where we want to start, or do we want to start with more broad thoughts about the filmmaking and just Let's, generally we can start with the, We can start with the villains. We can start with the okay. villains, yeah. So let me go through all the movies real fast. Uh, Raiders Lost Ark, it's 1936, it's Nazis. Yeah. Elite, elite movie villains. So good. You can kill as many of them as you want. You can can shred one with a plane propeller. Roll them over with a fucking... It's sick. You can melt their faces off and everyone's like, fuck yeah. Cheering. This is great. Uh, Temple of Doom, they're like, shit, if we go much farther, we're going to hit World War II. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a prequel three years before and it's going to be problematic. Let's skip that one. Let's skip that. Yeah. Next one, they're like, let's go back to what worked. It's 1939, like two months before the Nazis invade Nazi. Poland. <laughs> Nazis again, baby. We're going to kill more <laughs> Nazis. One, but also in these, throughout these, these are, are uh, myth, mystical artifacts based on history. It's the Ark of the Covenant. Yep. It's like, 
in Temple of Doom, I, I I'm it's not qualified to say whether they're whatever. real artifacts. Yeah, they're looking for a rock. It's stones. For a it's rock. Uh, Hindi ancient stones, and in uh, Last Crusade, it's the Holy Grail. It's these sort of mythical artifacts, and yeah, at the end, solid there's some franchise. random supernatural force that intercedes, and you, there's something weird going on, and, and it goes back in the museum, and it goes back in the museum. Except for the uh, the the cup, it goes into the, the ground. ground, and so uh, the Allison Duty so. dives in. So does the Nazi, played by an Irish woman. The Nazi, Very an, weird. Okay, an Irish woman playing an, an Austrian, sympathizing with the Nazis. Okay, collaborating yeah, with yeah, the Nazis. Yeah. Okay. So let's keep it moving. Hang on, let's keep it moving. So next is Crystal Skull. So if hang on, listen, we're, we can have our takes about Crystal Skull, but so I just good. want l- let me get through good this. Good villain. You go. Okay, g- uh, the the writers sit down for Crystal Skull. We can't do Nazis again. It's we just 20 years. It's, we just did Nazis. It's 20 years after Last Crusade. What's 20 years commies. after Get the Last commies. Crusade? The commies! 1957. <laughs> it's such a great idea. It's such a Russians. fucking great idea. It's Russians and aliens. It's yeah. 1957. Yeah. It's Area it's 51. It's so good. It's so such a great concept. Good. Inspired is the it's is really what you good, should say. Like usage of the it makes of time. sense. It makes sense. Yeah. It moves. It's it, it if if we're talking about these as a a movie serial where it's like the generic bad guys of that era it could you couldn't pick a better choice than aliens and russians like that's so great such a great concept which brings us to the dial of destiny it's 20 years later again set in 1970 we're gonna do nazis again 69 69. (laughs) nice nice (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do nazis again we're gonna go back to that more nazis and also math time travel science device well, and slightly racism, but we're only going to hint at it. We're only going to hint at it. And not mention the fact that Indiana Jones probably would have been a little racist. But we're only going to hint at it. But we know that he hates I would argue Indy, Indy, Indy has that. traveled around the world enough and knows enough people that listen he's problematic but i, I don't think he, he i don't think he's just out here discriminating well, you know well eh, tyler he was he's 1920s they, they had different values Listen, but regardless not all 1920s not all 1920s archaeology professors <laughs> uh, um that was the other sort of That's, weird thing is i feel like it should have been a greater time I jump, think, right? It should have been, we should have been in the 70s. It was 1969. Uh, I don't 80s. know where you would have gone with it. I would have loved an 80s and we would have, I mean, listen, we're not, we're, we weren't in the room, we weren't making these decisions, but at least chronologically, 80s would have made a lot more sense. You could have t- said a lot more about Harrison Ford actually being aged out because it is a completely different era from the one he was grew up in and I think and it would have been too far of a um, departure. I That's agree. Fair. Pretty I much think, stayed in the thirties for the, the original trilogy. You jump Listen, a little if bit. If it went from fifty, Harrison Ford aged so much in the twelve years after That's Crystal Skull. Kind of aged like milk. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, but now to be fair, this a, is a man a who geez. who survived a nuclear blast and was tortured by a voodoo doll. <laughs> he, there's no way he aged. Drink well. the drink. All right. The with that, can we can we circle back to opening sequences yes. for Indiana yes. Jones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I honestly don't have in my fucking mind trap. I remember the Rolling Stone from was that? Yeah, uh, that's Raiders. Raiders. I remember the oh god. The opening the, of Temple of Doom is in uh, Hong, Kong. Hong Kong. They're in like a. It's like a high stakes, like poker. Like I, you give me the money, I'll give yes. you the artifacts. Yeah, that's it's that really good, good and it's really good. Yeah, that was a good scene. Uh, he's wearing like a white tux. It's, it's sick. Very good. Opening of Last Crusade is young Indiana Jones played by, played by River Phoenix, which has, in my opinion, the best cut in cinema oh history. Yes. When it cuts uh, from young Indiana Jones to old what? Indiana Jones, and it, and it, and they and they swell the music. It's so good. It's so. It is. Yeah. It is. That's peak cinema. Yeah, it's really. Good. And then. And then Crystal Skull has nuclear the, blast. Well, nuclear blast, but before that, it's the people driving across. The, That's like right. young people driving yes. across the desert, and they intersect with like the military yeah, combo that, that turns out to be the Russians yeah. yes. in disguise. Yeah, very good, and that, very that, good. That, uh, the hardware, very shootout. Spielberg. Yeah. Very, very Spielberg. Spielberg. This one is just Fighting like Nazis the middle of an. In, this is like the middle of Last Crusade, and they just like. Plopped like, it. Now I will say it's war. kind of fun to see Indy during World War yes. II. It's mentioned in Crystal Skull that he was like in the OSS like and did spy hero. shit yeah. in World War II. Yeah, and it's listen, it's always fun to punch Nazis, especially in a flashback. Sure. Listen, that's fine, but to have the Nazis be the villains again, and we can talk about 
sort of the Operation Paperclip of it all. Ugh. But like uninspired. I mean, honestly, honestly, th- my general thesis for the whole film is just uninspired. It, it felt like they were playing the hits. And I, I we again, we talked about our Mattel uh, coverage in the beginning. It, it, this nostalgia play isn't working unless you're actually criticizing it. Uh, yeah. the, my best, my favorite thing about Crystal Skull was that it had something to say about his legacy. It had something to say about what he was doing. They they mentioned offhandedly the grave robbers things in in this one in Dial yeah. of Destiny, and there was no like back and forth. Yeah. Archaeologists, especially of that era, like did a lot of deeply damage exploitative. To, like it's also like archaeologists now don't like the movies themselves. There's like a meta commentary to make about that where. Uh, the Indiana Jones movies damaged archaeology yes. as a field because yeah. <laughs> yeah. people were like, "Oh, it's like grave robbing and punching Nazis," and it's like, "No, no, it's, it's, study. it's, it's studying, studying, it's studying, and mostly moving." <sighs> yeah, it's um, it's history, but with like yeah. a little science, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all in all, I mean, it, it, let's talk about the craft for a little bit yeah. uh, then, because I, I do think that one this of is the a- things that when I went into the movie, I did take notes that you'll you'll see me with my little mm-hmm. notepad. Um, is that I did take notes sort of what I was expecting going into it. And the top yes. thing on the list, we can talk about other things on the list, but the big thing is looking for the Spielberg magic without Stevie Spiel, like on, on, on set. He was producing, sure, yeah, yeah, but he didn't really it. have a hand on Livia? the ball. Yeah, what, what was your overall take on yeah, that? Yeah, so, yeah, dive into so that. Spielberg the is my favorite on... director. I've seen almost all of his movies. I know he has immense range, but there's always some sort of like warmth or magic. And I'm not, I'm not meaning it like an Indiana mm-hmm. Jones. No, I know magic. Exactly there mean. is just like an unspoken, just sort of just like, like, charm, I don't know if it's, like, it's I charm. Say. I don't know if it's purity. It's like just something is just like, I could so, pick a moment like wholesome in a way that, that he finds these moments that are so good. And like that sort of reads through how the film is done stylistically and like the story beats that yes. they do and how the stories are developed. And it's just like, it's just missing almost like a, like it's not missing its soul, but it kind of feels like that it's missing a core element of what made I'm with you. Movies. It's yeah. If you look at the originals, like think about, think about like the best like moments from the originals. It's him pulling the gun out and shooting the guy and Raiders. Yeah. It's, you know, in Last Crusade, that cut I was talking about, even in Crystal Skull, the scene with him and Shia LaBeouf yeah. sitting in the diner and they're having the conversation at the same time Shia LaBeouf steals a cup of coffee and then Indy kind of puts it back all while they're talking. Yeah, like it's dynamic. And then there's the scene there's where like, they all, they're like, there's a big fight and it pours outside. There's nothing like that no. in that in this movie that made me go, that's Indiana Jones. That's... Yeah. You know, there's no really, like sitting there, there and no going. That's big you know, moments. There, it's hard they to describe. Play, like little details that are just like calling back to the original three. But yeah, a lot of they do a lot of one. little callbacks. I but think it was n- that excessive. No, um, little. They kind of slathered yeah. them on a little bit, but I wouldn't say that they were like crazy. But the ones that they did do well, they did do really well. Um, especially yeah. near the end. But I think. There was okay. I'm gonna actually talk about this section because um, this okay. was I, I'll I'll take this. So I was waiting for the iconic Indiana Jones like still like you can take a frame from the first three movies and you can tell exactly what the movie is and like what's going on. So like for Raiders, it's the light staff in the tomb when it's like lighting up the the map on the floor. Like that's yeah. iconic. Mm-hmm. Raiders, there's the rolling ball. Like there's like the there's a bunch of iconic the the switching of the statues. There's something like visually even in Last iconic. Crusade, yeah, not to, or not Last Crusade, but even in uh, uh, Crystal Skull, like we yeah. like we keep coming back to. There's a scene when they're in the jungle, which yes. is where the scene kind of <laughs> goes off the uh, the movie kind of goes downhill a little bit from the first half. Honestly, but I they're in the it. but when they're sitting in the Russian camp in the jungle, and Indy's tied to the chair, and they walk around the corner, and you can see him through like sheer curtains, but also there's a shadow that's casting his silhouette around him on it. It's one of the coolest shots I've ever seen. There's just nothing that stands out like that in this movie. There's no moment like that in this movie at all. Honestly, it feels the most Disney out of all of the Indiana Jones movies that Disney. I mean, I guess I think I have, I think I have the, uh, the, the, the broad thesis to narrow down why it doesn't feel this. Okay. The original four Indiana Jones movies were based on the 
movie serials that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg watched growing yes. up where it's like contained and they're, you know, you're punching Nazis and finding artifacts and you know, it, it's sort of a contained story and they were homages to that type of style. Yeah. This was just a modern movie. This had nothing to do. This did not feel like a serial. No. It had, this was an homage to Indiana movie. Jones movies. It was a, it was an homage to an homage yeah. where like so you're getting to the point yeah, but where you can, here, here, Here's honestly my problem, and it with just it. feels like any other movie that came out in the last three years. Well, even even that, right? Because you can you can make an homage to an homage. Ah, uh, oh God, I can't think. Of, uh, Creed. Creed is a great example of that. Creed is an homage to Rocky, which is an homage to boxing, especially the early twenties boxers. Right? Sure. You can you can do that and make it work. Creed works. The reason why this it doesn't work is because it doesn't innovate on anything. And this will sort of get That's into fair. the thesis of Hollywood Junior, which is. If it's not innovating, if it's iterative, it has no place in Hollywood anymore. Because with AI, we can just create those iterations, right? Here at Hollywood Junior, we welcome AI as a tool. Whether or not it's going to be great for us, eh, who knows? you can't use it to create a human story that's original and is going to connect to people. Exactly, right? So if an AI can create it, it is no longer good. And this, an AI could have written this. If you would have fed it enough Indiana Jones stories, an AI could have spat this out. And that's my problem with it. It's iterative to a redundant point. It feels point. not thought out in the sense of the, the, the artifact doesn't feel like the other artifacts. The the villains are just a rehash of the previous villain. It just, I don't know. It just did if, entirely uninspired. It really kind of like say beats entirely. you over the there head. Are, with there the, are a like, few inspired moments where there's a few shots thing. and sequences where they're like, he's old, Look, and the Indy's thing old, tends to back in the past, time. and the, there's clocks everywhere, and the mm-hmm. motifs, and it's like... I, I want to stop shitting on the movie, because honestly, we, we've done that. Let's talk about the stuff that works for us. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh, the acting in it, uh, pretty much across it's the board, solid, is yes. solid. No notes. I don't have a ton of notes. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is great. Yeah, uh, I thought... Harrison Ford is really old, and it's really sad. Look, like I've said, I think I said earlier on, but the cut from young CGI indie to old indie worked too well (laughs) where it was like it was meant to be like look he's old and out of shape now and i was just like yeah yeah, and maybe we shouldn't have done this in the first place let the man rest rest. (laughs) did we need to do this been through enough yeah i but you know i mean i you know there were some underwritten characters the main stooge played by boyd holbrook was just like are we supposed to think that he was just like a neo-Nazi because he's American. Yeah. yeah. How did I don't know? I just Neo-Nazi, felt like there should have been. There was a lot of allusions yeah. to yeah. things that could have worked, but then the the ones that they did hit on the head, they hit it at a weird angle. Uh, the the weird opening monologue from the the bad Nazi that we realize he's back and alive to the wait staff was just like weird, weird. And, yeah. and stiff. I and don't know awkward why and ha- he... didn't have anything to say with the actual thesis of the movie. They, but they were like, he's a Nazi and he's racist, so he's gonna ask this person of color where he's from, and it's like. Why? Yeah. Why did you feel the need weird to make Weird and awkward like and ham fisted. Like, I feel like that whole scene could have been accomplished with, like, a dirty look. You know, yeah. that the same <sighs> thing would have come across. Or something inspired, you know? Yeah, Just something, something new something, and interesting. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I will say, on that note, the uh, main villain, he, the character that he's given to play, he plays very well. Yeah, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's a great actor, just like yeah. Harrison Ford's a great actor, just like Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a great actor. Can we talk about Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Because honestly, the light at my end, very, of, the end very, of my fucking very, 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 very good. So charismatic. Honestly, like, before Her interplay this, with Harrison Ford mm-hmm. is what they clearly were hoping that Shia LaBeouf was going to have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, be, I do believe that Shia LaBeouf had I, Shia LaBeouf's not as bad as people think yeah. in no, that movie. I don't think he's really as bad but, as everybody thinks. But she, she plays really into the like the dialogue style of the original like three four where that sort of yes. like banter that like quippy sort of back and forth yes that he does primarily do i think it's, like in crusade it's like with his dad but like he does it with yeah. the women in the first two where it's like that back and forth rapid fire but obviously there's yeah. that element of like she's kind of like his kid and obviously not like a exactly. romantic lead but it's a little bit different but i think that still sort of fills in that legacy and and I like that she was a little mercenary. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a great choice where it's like, look, this is what Indy would be 
today where he's like in it for the money mm-hmm. and knows a lot of stuff, but is not there for it, it's like a nice inverse where Indy can be like, hey, you should be putting this in a museum. And he's, she's like, you're still stealing it. Why yeah. can't I just profit off of it? Exactly. Yeah. You know? I, I did like her uh, sidekick, too. What was the character's name? Teddy? Teddy, Teddy. yes. Teddy was very good. Teddy. A good, good. Uh, I like it. I, yeah, I, no, no. Yeah. I was just, I was like, okay, this is basically just like pulling off of Temple of Doom short round energy kind of situation where I was like, did we need another kid? Who can fly a plane? Question mark. Like I didn't. Yeah. Why not? No. I I was not. He had a weird. He had an Italian guy wake up and help him land. Yeah. I I thought it was. I thought it was a nice both homage to the Indiana Jones short round esque kid. I mean, Shia technically played the similar thing of just having like a little okay, come on, yeah. Uh, Yeah. But also Shia buffs in in Crystal Skull, where it's just like you know a sidekick character that can help the the main character do do stuff. Yeah. I'm here for it. Look, it it, it fits in with the serials. That that actually fits in with the serial thing where it's like, oh, and there's a plucky young sidekick and look, that's you, kid. Put yourself in that kid's shoes. Like that fits with the serial aesthetic. I didn't get a lot of personality from the the character is pretty much what I thought. Like I just, I was like, "Eh, he's just like, he's just like, kid who can fly plane like i really did not get a lot of well and what's pit pocket which is what i enjoyed most of them is yeah, his, his pit pocket scenes were very yeah. pretty good yeah. um and i thought he was just charismatic i thought i thought yeah, everybody so in this film charismatic. had charismatic good coming up their ass listen harrison ford is old but he's still got it yeah, he's, he's still got elite, he's like elite, he's like elite he's charismatic like, actor when he like clenches his jaw and he gets those like panicked like indie faces where it's just like oh mm-hmm. god shit's hit the fan or like you know, he's like very, I very. Mean, just some of the, some of the, just the line delivery, or it's like you should have stayed in New York, you should have stayed out of Poland. Like that's, that's just such a good line. Such a good line. Yeah. You're German. Yeah. Don't try you know. to be funny. You know. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. like it, there's some really classic indie lines in there, and indie. There were a few moments where I'm like, all right, we're back. This is this is Indiana <laughs> Jones. All right, here he is. And then they would do some like CGI shot on a soundstage stuff, and I'd be like, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's quickly just talk about. Uh, let's wrap up any homages, any uh, any sort of things, any things we picked out from the movies. Yeah, these you guys were are the down on this. Fun but- things that I really, really enjoyed. Like the, they felt like little Easter eggs for me, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I, I would honestly, I, you guys were down on it, but I honestly liked the eel scene. That's when it sort of the movie sort of did a, a turnaround for me, where everything else was a little bit better. The everything scene- else from. When they got out from the eels was great. The scene yeah, on the boat good. with Phoebe Waller Bridge just like like tricking the Nazi and yeah. like walking around yeah, and like good. giving a history lesson. It's also about where it. my high very ended, good. so oh, <laughs> I go. honestly was was with it. Yeah. Um but I honestly I thought the homage to snakes was ham fisted, but the actual execution of it did feel fairly indie in yeah, back in I the day. I felt like it, it was kind so, of important because there it it does look rough. But the thing is yeah. There, like, there's always a creature in yes in in the in the movie that's like a creepy crawly that everybody hates. Raiders, it's snakes. Temple of Doom, I can't remember what it is. I it's think it's bugs. It's it's, it's just it's bugs. The bugs. They did they did the they Temple did the of Doom scene again. again in yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah, they did that again. <laughs> that's yeah. what they did it twice so, in this one. Right? They did like, bugs. Are we yes. doing this so that's again? what I was gonna say. So Crusade is rats. Kingdom of Crystal Skull, it's ants. And then this one, they were eels and the creepy crawly it's bugs. And Crystal Skull. Too. However. When uh-huh. there's like a big, big bug at one point, I think it's a tarantula or like a big centipede or whatever, and Indy just like centipede. smacks it, and it makes this little noise that I was that was laughing my the ass sound design off in the is, theater. It the was sound so design funny is very good in this. Yeah, film. The there is a Wilhelm still scream. John Williams, it's still pretty good. Like we did have a Wilhelm elite. scream. Wee woo, wee woo. Yeah, wee woo. Yeah. Um, um, no, no. I, I honestly like. As far as like competency, I think the reason why, uh, uh, at least personally for me, I knew this was going to be a competently made film, right? Yeah, yeah. James Mangold is a solid enough. I agree. When when I'm talking about how it's not serial enough and the filmmaking doesn't hold up to Spielberg, it's like I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I've yeah. seen worse made movies. Yeah, it's just, it's just it's it doesn't Jones capture movie. it. It's it's yeah. not it's not an Indiana Jones. It's not movie. magic. Yeah, it, it, it honestly it looks like yeah. it looks like Aquaman. It's kind if of what you, it looks like. Honestly. Yes. You know, it's like, it looks like, you know, they're in Sicily. I'm like, this could be Aquaman. It's yeah, like, it doesn't look bit. bad. But there but were it, elements of it that were kind Spielberg of It's not Spielberg and Giannis Kaminsky and, yeah. you know. But there were yeah, some things that were like kind of like DNA elements. So like, 
they had like the famous people cameo in Crusade. Yeah. He meets Hitler in this one. He sees the <laughs> Apollo 13 crew. So like that's kind of sure, cool. Yeah. The bad disguise. Yeah. I love a bad disguise in this franchise. In What was the uh, one for this one? So he just like puts on it's in the train scene in the beginning where he's just like oh, wearing the German yes. officer and it has the, the bullet German in the back, officer, which is so funny. Um, yeah, and yeah like, very good. That's classic. Yeah, it's kind of giving like the like that. no ticket scene from the blimp in Last Crusade. So like, it, it, you know, I love the bad disguise. Um, uh, when he sits like, down on the train in uh, the subway after getting off the horse and he goes, hold my eh, horse. It's faster. Yeah, <laughs> hold, it's hold, faster. Hold, hold my, my horse. horse. That's, a good good. That's faster. Yep. That's yeah. like another good one. Yeah. Um, uh, all of his stun doubles need raises because honestly, I, I, you, unless you were looking for it, you really couldn't tell that it wasn't Harrison Ford good. doing a lot he, of that he stuff. He did do a lot of the horse riding though, because he's he he rides pretty much all the time for uh, big his horse role. boy, uh, big horse um, boy. I, I do. I did like. Uh, do, okay, so I, I honestly do want you guys' takes on this. Was the wax melting on that thing? Was that an homage to uh, Lost Ark? I don't. When they like well melted the wax on the gold plated thing, was that supposed to be an homage? Because it felt like I they held on know. a little it, bit too long to be felt, not an homage. It felt like it was going to be more important than it was. And I was yes. like, "Oh, there's just words yeah. on it." Like I would have thought that's that they what I, that's why I like think a it, third it was, it was played element. to be an homage. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a callback to anything. I think yeah. it was to the felt the face the face melting on the the, well, that, the oh the, maybe the, the I, wax I, I, face yeah. melting. Um, That's what that I felt iconic. like it was pointed. Right. Anyway, yeah. uh, all, all to say, like, uh, how would you guys? Uh, we don't have a rating system yet. Here, should we no. decide on one? On I this think episode? that we need no. to come about this organically. Yeah. I'm uh, to think. How do you guys? How do you guys feel about rating systems in general? I, I don't know if True. this is too off off topic. If this we should be saved for an episode <laughs> zero or whatever, but it's like, yeah. I don't like rating systems. How about uh, on one of the films, uh, the podcast I listen to, Maximum Film? They have stream it, skip it, and. Uh, Street, uh, stream it, skip it, screen it. Um, I, how would you guys uh, prefer of like just saying like how would this best be consumed as a media? Like mm. we can do anything from TikTok clips to uh, you know uh, 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 t- Twitter, Twitter uh, full movie dumps to <laughs> catching it on Disney Plus. Uh, how how would you guys best prefer to see this film? This is like a two drinks in Disney Plus movie. Yeah, um, it's like look if you're gonna you're not gonna have a bad time if you like Indiana Jones. It's it, like it's Harrison Ford and the the actors are entertaining and it's not a bad way to kill two hours, but it's it's uninspired in a lot of ways. For me, yep. Yes, for me, um, I think. I don't know if I would like... I'm glad that I saw it in a theater, is what I should say. Mm -hmm. I was very, very glad that I saw it in a theater. I think that was a good, especially, like, first night, whole thing, whatever. I thought it was, like, a very good experience. Um, People walked out 10 minutes before the movie ended. I was like, where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah, they they knew where they they saw the they saw the sort of renaissance fair going on on screen and were like, "Mm." yeah, Yeah. I get it. Um, I know where this is going. And... uh, so for me, I watched a lot of Indiana Jones because it was just on TV. Um, yeah, that's and like, fair. I would catch like the ending of Last Crusade all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And so like I feel like this would be like a, oh, like, oh, it's on TV. Like I could watch this oh, it's right on now. TNT. Yeah, yeah and literally yeah. I'd be like, oh, I could catch it. And you can just like pick it up because like, but the thing is this movie, you don't really have an area. Like the every 10 minute action sort of beat based on that sort of serial structure doesn't really exist in this movie so it's a lot harder to just like pick up in the middle of this movie like if you would yeah, on tv yeah. so i think this actually might be a stream for me um uh, i feel me, like i feel uh, like this would be at the end of the marathon or you skip it at the end of the marathon that's honestly where i think yeah that's the thing it's like are you too drunk to to watch it at the end of the marathon uh eh, we don't actually need to we saw the guys we saw the 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 russian get their skull burned at the crystal skull uh yeah. for me it would be a Either watch it at a fan event, you know, watch this with fans because the fans did love it. There were people laughing in, in my theater um, and people really seemed to have a good time. People were cheering and whooping and stuff like that. Uh, L.A. does get a little bit rowdy when it comes to film, uh, you know, eventized film things. Uh, but if not, then I would say watch it at home with your parents who maybe have a little bit more nostalgia for this. Mm, if you don't dad. have a lot yep. of nostalgia yeah. for Indiana Jones, this isn't going to play for you, but maybe enjoy somebody else's <laughs> nostalgia. Can I share? Watch it with your grandparents. Watch it with your parents. Watch it with your siblings. Watch it with your like 
watch it with people Friends. your Friends. age. Is that kind of <laughs> how we want to do that? Is that how we want to uh, be a rating? Could it be? Uh, well, that, that, that doesn't give an actual reading about the actual, an actual rating. Of the I will say I like just, that I cried like a bitch at the end of this movie. I can't believe this. I know. Okay, believe truly. This. Okay, it's pretty so good. Plays. We know I'm Raiders. an emotional little fuck. Okay, but okay, uh-huh. we got Marion. And I was waiting yeah. for her to come in because I read that she wasn't going to be in this movie. But there she was. So she came in, did the whole thing. And then she goes, where doesn't it hurt? And the Marion love theme plays. And I lost <sighs> everyone. Which, love, my, my God, Olivia. Uh, Olivia it, it, Fumiati. It truly, it truly like tapped They played in, you like and a I fucking like, fiddle. No, they did. They did. And my friend who was there watching this. with me, he was like, I cannot believe you're crying this hard. I was like, no, 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 no. Either I'm not crying about this movie. I'm crying about the last scene and the legacy of the franchise, and that this is the last one. Maybe I was a little sad that it was just like a like a (laughs) meh, but like, hang on, no, that's a good question. Do we think this is the last one? Really good, and yes, it has to be. He said he was done. Last one with Harrison. Let him die. No, he said. Are we gonna get a Phoebe Waller Bridge solo movie? No. I think we might get a streaming show. I think it's possible. I, I think it's possible we get a streaming. Would you watch it? Honestly, Phoebe Waller Bridge is kind of eight in this movie. I would check in for one of the episodes just the to see what's is, going on. I don't think that she has the sort of. I mean, obviously, she can carry the she can carry the role for sure. But the thing I is, so. it would have to create. It would have to be an entirely different thing, and it yeah. would have to be based oh, in indie. the seventies. So it's like I don't know if that kind of would sort of that. fits. I don't know if I. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just because I, I am I, such a this. I think in the end of the day, this movie is closer to uh, last year's uh, Tom Holland vehicle Uncharted <laughs> yeah. than it is to Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Once again, I didn't hate Uncharted. I didn't have a lot of opinions about it. It Fair. was just kind of mid. Yep. Yeah. And that's a lot of movies these days are like that. There's not a lot yeah. of big swings. And I misses. will say... Uh, from a production and producing standpoint, this was produced and, you know, produced during the COVID production sure. era. Yes. This and a lot of other films are sort of small and stuck and not on location, not with a whole bunch of people because sure. it's harder to do that during that era. Yeah. I think especially yeah, in 2024, we're going to actually yeah. see films that have come out of that era when we're allowed to have these bigger, larger uh, you know, groups of people and bigger sets and less it, it less overhead for the COVID safety guidelines. COVID safety guidelines in Los Angeles and New York are still pretty strong intact. So you might see a couple more trailing films that are you feel this enclosed. But from a from a producing standpoint, I think we're going to be coming out of the woods here soon. Well, speaking of dinosaurs, <laughs> <laughs> let's kill. We're... This. <laughs> let's drop a meteor let's 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 drop a meteor on this segment and start the next our last one yes um harrison ford before we continue lamenting on harrison ford tyler do you want to actually introduce what this segment's about yeah we should i'll I'll cut this into the beginning but this is we're trying to find the next harrison ford who is the modern day who is the modern day harrison ford here's the fucking thing so now that we there was initial Like before Harrison Ford, like every, there was like oh, Indiana Jones five, Indiana Jones, blah, 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 blah. and they were like basically trying to be like, is Harrison Ford going to continue the role? And they were trying to recast like, it for a while. Yeah, they were like Ryan Gosling, Chris Pratt, get the fuck out of my face! Hey, this is Olivia's hot take corner. Chris Pratt sucks. Hate him. Hate okay, him well, so fucking much. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I hate him. He's, um, he's taking a left turn here, but he I did have some good roles. I don't like right. him. Uh, so okay. like, I just oh. can't see anyone else playing Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford yeah. has said as much as no I like, one else as I lo- is I love playing Ryan Indiana Gosling. Jones. He's a great ever. actor. Yeah, just, er, yeah, he's great. Yeah. But, but this is not this is not just Indiana Jones. This is what I want to make this alliteration. Who is the next Harrison mm. Ford as an actor, as a creator, sort of a as popular a superstar? Like can morph between big budget genre and like serious drama. There haven't been a lot of actors like Harrison Ford. No. Sort of an everyman superstar. Yeah, is sort of his aesthetic, right? Yeah. Uh, a guy that you would meet in Chicago that you wouldn't be surprised that he's an archaeologist who fought Nazis, but you're like, really, you? You? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I... Just just sort of a regular looking guy, but also the most famous person on earth in the exactly. 1980s. Yeah. He's really, really up there. You know, there. the guy had a stretch where he made 
Star Wars, Blade Runner, and Indiana Jones in a row. In yeah. a row. He Ridiculous. like had, yeah, he had like a couple of like whiffs in the 90s, but like uh, literally like nominated some of, for an Oscar for Witness. Yeah, movie. Witness um for um like uh, the Fugitive is a great what? movie. The Fugitive, Air Force One, Mosquito Coast, movie. Air Force One. Yeah, um, uh, one of the most. Hang on, I, you know it's it definitely one of the most famous. He's one of the people most, of all time. Okay, he like he obviously like plays it as Harrison Ford, right? But somehow he has this insane sort of like dynamic while he's still very much like you can tell this is Harrison Ford, but he is that character. He just like has this like yeah, gruffness yeah. that he brings to every role, but it's so. As a- yeah. Like he just really like he plays the everyman because he's basically Harrison Ford and he doesn't really he just like he's like eh, I don't really want to like do like a whole big role like I just want to kind of be me and it works almost every time. Yeah, I would say as opposed to uh, I would say a lot of modern action and uh, uh, movie stars, big budget movie stars, your Dwayne the Rock Johnsons, your uh, Ryan what the fuck is Reynolds. his name. Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, uh, people who uh, sort of do a wink and a nod at the camera. Uh, Harrison Ford honestly has a has an acting persona where he's not winking at the camera, but he's winking and nodding to himself. He's not taking himself so self serious all the time in all of his roles, but he he is enveloped in the character. It's sort of a a split between this is going to sound apocryphal as fuck, and I this doesn't track realistically but a split between your Dwayne the Rock Johnson and your Nicolas Cage where Nicolas Cage is sort of <laughs> oh self sort of self absorbed completely and and the rock is sort of completely projecting out Harrison Ford finds that nice balance of of populist while also being yeah, someone you can laugh and like hang kind around kind of not like a vestige but i feel like he kind of like kind of followed in the legacy of like your Hollywood superstar, like kind of reclusive kind of guy who like sure. mm-hmm. knocked it out of the park, but like is just a guy and just wants to be left alone. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But and I mean, just yeah. a carbon like the the but last really one of the last like great that. like oh they just undiscovered talent and they found me and they plucked me out of carpentry. I was fixing George Lucas's shelves and now I'm a big movie star. And yeah. it needs to be an element of like humility to that actor and i don't know if we have found yeah. i feel like the ego is like well it just kind of gets i would like to tyler's got one i've got one. one i've got one okay. well i've got two do you want me to start with my could have been or my actual pick let's do the could have been let's, do the could've let's been just first. get this out of the way i think the correct answer five years ago was chadwick boseman 100 percent, 100 percent. chad this is the direction yes. chadwick boseman was going yes. black yes, panther absolutely. was his indiana jones yep he was, you know, he was in 42 he, with yes. Harrison Ford. With her, yes. Yep. He, you know, he did the serious stuff. He did. He had the, the pure comic booky stuff. Charisma yes. too. He, he yes, had the he pure did. charisma Absolutely. in everything he was in. Uh, he was definitely the heir to the yeah. empire of Harrison Ford, <laughs> yes. as yeah. it were. I absolutely agree. But unfortunately, uh, so my actual pick. Okay, is I'm actually Chris really Pine. Cool. Chris Pine. Okay. An interesting choice. Let I, me let me break it down yeah. for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Pine. I, I, yeah. I'll pick yours apart, but I want to hear. No, your feel free to pick it apart. I want to hear your opinions, but let me let me give you the, the the case first. This is a guy who's been in. He's he's reaching his early forties. He's reaching yep. that sort of prime Ford years. Yep. This is a guy who's been in uh, great genre movies. Yep. This is a guy who's been in great dramas. Uh, He was, you know, he had, he was in Star Trek. He He was in Dungeons and Dragons. He was in Wonder Woman. But he was also in, uh, but he was also in Hell or High Water, one of the best drama, like, like heist drama movies of the last five years. Uh, was it five years ago? God, it might have been longer. I could have sworn Chris Pine was 55 years old. (laughs) So that's on me. Um, I, 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 I do see your your uh, sort of straight acting. He was in I would say nonstop with Denzel Washington about the train that won't stop. That's true, a great true. Movie. I will say, as far as genre goes specifically, I do think Chris Pine has it. But I, I do think what Chris Pine is missing is that sort of uh, uh, a gruff. Chris Pine is a, is almost. 99.9% of the times, either a straight comedy character or a character you're not supposed to take serious. Uh, uh, Harrison well, Ford has my, a, Well, that was my pitch for... Have, have you seen Hell or High Water by chance? I have not. It's been big many, recommend. Many it, is, um, it is really the first big movie from... Uh, oh, gosh. What's the, the Yellowstone guy? Gosh, what is oh. his... Taylor Sheridan. Yes. Uh, is the first movie... Uh, first big movie from Taylor Sheridan. 
his best movie and his best property, in my opinion, Ben Foster and Chris Pine in Hell or High Water. It is legitimately one of the best, like, heist dramas. It's about two it's brothers good. in the American Southwest who yes. are heisting lo- I, I, like, I, local yeah. banks. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And and shows Chris Pine has the, like, serious acting chops to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Peter Parker in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? He was Peter, P- the original Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, so I have two two more things about Chris Pine that yeah, I think ahead. makes yeah, him not necessarily. He's almost actually too handsome. He's too pretty. Chris yeah, Pine. Yeah, he's yeah, too pretty. Her, he's sexy. He's too pretty. He's yeah. Sexy, well, but listen, he's like a lot of people pretty. find Harrison Ford to be very attractive, but in like uh, yes, a but in a gruff yeah. every man. Yeah, Olivia's raising, <laughs> raising <laughs> her hand. <laughs> um, my last thing about Chris Pine specifically, and then I would like to actually pitch my two. Yeah, sure. Uh, my last thing about Chris Pine. Chris Pine is more theater kid. Yes, he is very much he has like theater the kid energy. Actor, the like, art, yeah. the acting. The, you can see him on stage. You can uh, fucking Harrison Ford never would you act would in never a Broadway. See, yeah, yeah. Never see, yeah, never see him do a little song. TV and dance. That's true. In that's fair. 80s, yeah. like you know, exactly. Yeah, you know, he is a straight movie star actor. Movie star is the sort of acting. You know, I Chris show Pine, up and I punch a Nazi. Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah. Chris Pine is an has a little bit more actor to him. Not not saying that Harrison Ford isn't uh, a fucking amazing actor because he is, but uh, Chris Pine definitely has a little bit more theatric the theater theatricality to him you know he can he can he can fill a stage versus harrison ford is a little bit more self-reserved which i think would transition to my personal pick for who the next harrison ford is which is pedro pascal Mm. he has that sort of look look at look internally he's like sort of an everyman he is daddy but also is a dad you know he has that sort of uh, he has sort that of kind of paternal kind paternal of paternal sexiness to him yes. that I think makes a lot of people attracted to him, and he he has that sort of again like not too self serious because he's taking there, but a he can do character. comedy and yes, drama. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, humility like, to his character. Let me like, pick this one apart as yeah. you sort of picked mine apart. Please. Yeah. My biggest issue is he doesn't have the sort of imdb resume i would say he's a late bloomer he is a late bloomer in comparison to harrison he's he's been in a lot of stinkers he's got a lot of stinkers under the belt for pedro but especially recently he has gotten that critical acclaim that and genre critical acclaim that will make him a lot of tv though a lot of TV, uh, but, but also, also to be fair, TV is, is the, the Last cinema. of Us. <laughs> the Last of Us is basically an eight-hour movie that I would watch yes, over exactly. and over and over yeah. again. I, I, sure. His performance in that is, is unbelievable. Like it's exactly. so so good. And like and he another can, Hollywood he can adapt junior take a, a here. Property. Yeah. The Mandalorian. Yeah, he's yeah. in a Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in a Star, Star Wars. Wars. Uh, another Star Wars Hollywood legacy. Junior take here is that TV is just now the new better movie. Sorry, kids. That uh, streaming movies. and TV, they got it. We got better movies. Got As now. someone who likes movies more than TV, TV is where a lot of the the money and, the, and talent is. Some going. of the really good stories are being told in TV now. Yeah. Um. um but. To that point, yes, he is a late bloomer for a uh, a Harrison Ford. He doesn't have that younger thing. I would say his. Uh, I think we can start to see his uh, end career definitely taking that shape and contour of Harrison Ford. My other one, which uh, I could have that like a little bit evolved, more like emotional intelligence or like more emotionally open. I think which yeah. uh, can appeal to a younger generation, but I, yeah. I I do kind of see him filling in that sort of shape of Harrison Ford. I mm. I, I also my, like that one. What's your my other one? one, which is uh, it, it's definitely easier to pick apart because of you could just take his whole resume, CSV, and his acting persona. But I do think it's worth noting is Oscar Isaac, who has stepped in into a lot of those Harrison Ford esque roles yeah. to I feel fulfill like those. Oscar Isaac is another could have been. Yes. Like, yes. he just doesn't have the resume. He He's been in a lot shit. of He's, bad movies. Yeah, he does some, like, weird stuff, too. But he was yeah, a Oscar. dude, so... You know, yeah. but also he was in Ex Wars. Machina, and which is gr- he's great in Ex Machina. Yeah. He's great in uh, 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 Inside Lewin Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's a great movie. Yeah, and I I, I think Star Wars. Star yeah. That's the thing. He's filled in a lot of those roles that I think yeah. Harrison Ford would yeah. have if he was younger and more. Moon Knight. You guys Moon Knight. catch that one? Yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did There's you guys little, catch this in show? Dial of Destiny that? Indy and Han Solo had very sort of similar end goals 
or like end kind of stories in like their like reboot kind I, of situation. You know, Olivia, where I, it was, I did notice son dies, irreconcilable uh-huh. differences with wife. So I like also that, did like notice that somewhere. they kind of look the same. If you really like, kind of t- like you. put I'm a side by side. No, but like the story was like Ford... almost cut and paste. Yeah, yeah, like I do believe Harrison Ford sense. actually like his his stories and his persona, especially as he's aged, has been pretty consistent with uh, either his own life stories or just like consistent throughout. Where these are the characters that he's playing <laughs> as a sort of yeah. umbrella. Because if you look at even some of his more, yeah. uh, I mean, his uh, Jack dr- Ryan stuff, exactly. He's always playing the same. Characters. He's playing the same character, and I think as he ages, that character persona just evolves naturally. Just I think those are the natural yeah. points for his characters. Yeah. All right, Olivia, do you have a pick? I didn't. I honestly did not think about this. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm just uh, sorry. I had uh, Harrison Ford roasting Conan on <laughs> his podcast. <laughs> I mean, I could. While you're thinking, I could. Yeah. I could throw in a couple other. Potentials. I have a lot of could have beens as well. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, no, two again, th- theater, theater kid. kid two theater yeah, kid theater for kid. sure. I, I think if he uh, if he wouldn't have gone the auteur route, uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, is another could have been, but then he sort of angled towards that more auteurist uh, acting and performing style that I think definitely delineated him from uh, a Harrison Ford type. But I think he was on that path for a while. How do we feel about Adam Driver? Adam Driver is the next Nicholas Cage, and I'll put my fucking foot wow. down. Wow, he doesn't have the he doesn't have that who... tenth gear. He doesn't have the tenth. <laughs> He's gear got it. See? though. it's inside Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. him. It's on tap. I can see but it. I, I look at his him, eyes. But I watched him on at it uh, in um the man who killed Don Quixote. He's got some some mm. some there's, there's some there's the... some like crazy wild animal shit behind he's those eyes like he's just him. ready to snap. He's memeable. He is very memeable. He's got a few. Did you see Annette? You no. didn't see Annette. No. He he's got it in him. He's got that Nicolas Cage like all consuming energy. He just needs to lean into it a little bit more, and he could jef- definitely have the Nicolas Cage spot. Yeah. But again, Nicolas Cage not as lucrative. So I get it. Um, I definitely think he is Gen Z's Nicolas Cage, or if you would rather extrapolate that out for the Gen Alpha's Nicolas Cage, I think he will be as important to Gen How Alpha. How do we and sort feel of- about Jake Gyllenhaal? Mm, interesting mm, pick. I feel Doesn't like he kind of has this- that grit. He is a little pretty, yeah. but like he's done a lot of like famous enough. Is that bad to say? Because well, he did Prisoners, he did End of Watch, he did. I mean, he did Spider Man. He's got but, the like, gritty he side and Nightcrawler. He's got the sort of like drama. He's, he's got, got the, the thriller drama side of it. He he's, doesn't. He does he's comedy clean. fairly well. He can I don't think little... Jake General has ever smoked a cigarette. Oh, uh, he let alone dro- drank four scotches. Uh, didn't I don't he think bully he's... Taylor Swift or something? <laughs> no, he's just a pre- he, he's too New York. If we're being honest, young. he's not. Okay. He's too New York he's too and not enough hipster, LA. Yeah, yeah. I've, Jake Gyllenhaal is not a carpenter. He's paying someone to do no. exactly. He's, he's never getting he's, done, yeah. down and dirty. He's, his, he's a nepo baby too, so that yeah. also doesn't help. I, uh, the 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 sort of core quintessential characteristics pick, that is a very good pick Olivia yeah. in that wheelhouse. I think yeah. one of the core quintessential things you need to imagine for a Harrison Ford is can you imagine him working on his car, right? Pedro yeah. Pascal, you could you could see him picking at his car, stuff. yeah. You know, as a Ryan father. Gosling. I feel Still like he would pretty. like tinker. Still he too. was pretty he was pretty rough and around the edges in uh, Blade Runner, uh the new Blade Runner. 2049, yeah. Another, I could see yeah. Younger Ryan Reynolds, like young, no. young, 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 young like Ryan Van Reynolds. Wilder. I'm thinking, uh, what's the one where he's in that prison movie? Or no, am I not thinking of Ryan Reynolds? Oh, no. What about? Oh no, I'm thinking Tap Tap uh, ta, uh, Tate. No, fuck. What is his name? He kind of looks like Chris Pine. I, Chris <laughs> Evans? No, not Chris Evans. Although young Chris Evans, he could have he could have been on that path too. Anyway, these are all yeah. bad and outlandish takes. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about Henry Cavill? No, again, Tyler, they're too pretty. Too pretty. I have thoughts, but Give me I, rough I, and I think he has the potential to have Harrison Ford level status. I don't think he is the next Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I have a lot of feelings about Mr. Cavill and his weird work, but I don't know. Are you ready for his sort of Warhammer 20K movie that he's going <laughs> to He's a he nerd ass. Like, he is That's the nerd. other thing. He's a nerd he ass. He almost missed his yeah. uh, Man of Steel audition because he was playing World of Warcraft. So, like. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty um, good. Man of the people. Man that's of, yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> in 2023, hard. that's a populist. Uh, you could yeah, make that right? argument. You, you could know? make that argument. That's fair. Um, Tom Hardy. Too weird. Yeah. Too weird. He could have gone weird. that route. 
I was going to say he's where he just sort of screams into a mask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he, he's again he's more Nicolas Cage. Uh, yeah. I, I was gonna actually say Tom Holland, Tom Holland, just for the fame, the status, and the he's too much like of him. a little bad boy. He's, he's, he's a little. He's just he's a, a boy. He's like thirty. He's Harrison almost thirty. Ford, he's a, was it? No, he's not. He's our age. No, he's older than us. Tom. He's older than us. Tom but Holland. he is a Tom boy. Holland? No, he's like twenty six. Google. Let's go to the time to go down to the O'Neill Google corner. Tom Holland age. I feel like he's like 27. He's 27. 27. I said 26. He's still too much of a oh, babby boy. Look he's at his a boy. face. He's that a man's baby. never grown a beard in his life. No, Harrison, he has, he Harrison has Ford like, like like winces and he, and he grows a beard. Out. <laughs> yeah, know? he like he like he goes <gasps> and like just grows a, a Richard Kimball beard. Like that's like sort of a wolf man <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. that's it's, why again I think Pedro Pascal is, is yeah, would he can be get a little star. Scruffy. Yeah, he can get a little nasty. His yeah. Oberlin Martell is very good too. So. I just, I just, I see Heller Highwater as, and I'm like, Chris Pine could have been Harrison Ford. Chris Pine. Look up Chris Pine and Heller Highwater, O'Neill. You're going to look at this man with <laughs> Okay, the beard. well, first I'm looking at Pedro Pascal. Look at this. This is Harrison Ford. This is literally Harrison How Ford. How old is he now? 48. He's up there. He's up there. I'm not saying. He's getting saying to the end late, of his peak. More, I'm, I'm saying he's, he's a late bloomer Harrison Ford, but he is the closest we have currently to Harrison Ford. And I could, you could say that Oscar Isaac could yeah, get Yeah, he's there, a scruffy but, little bastard uh, in this one. But yeah, Chris Pine is a little too pretty, but I feel like he could fill those shoes. I also thought Chris Pine was the same age as Harrison Ford. Is what? My thing. He looks so old. Did you Wait, see him? In not the at Dungeons all. That is a, in Dungeons and Dragons. You think he's the same age as Harrison Ford? No, no, they're not like, Harrison Ford. Did I say Harrison Ford? I meant Pedro Pascal. Oh, okay. yeah, they're around the same age. Yeah, Pedro Pascal like <laughs> a little older, maybe. Or do do all forty year olds look eighty to you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I meant Pedro Pascal. I, I in my mind, Pedro Pascal and Chris Pine are sort of up there in the same thing. I know, Pedro, I know, Chris Pine is much younger. Apologies, Chris Pine, if you're listening. Love your work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ask me about my tree. But, Ask me about uh, my tree. If, if I had to pick between the two, I would say uh, Pedro Pascal. I'm kind of torn, right. but well, yeah, I think we'll those see are how this bears out candidates. over the next few years. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll see in the, within poll? the next uh, ten years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be the first big Threads movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Junior, stand on the forefront of innovation here. All right, gang. Um, that's all we've got for this week. Uh, next up is probably going to be Barbenheimer, right? Uh, is that next on our on our docket? I know this one. Oh, well, we've got Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Do we have enough to say about I Mission Impossible? Any of the Mission Impossible? Listen, I love Mission Impossible. We might we might have a ro- I fucking love. Mission we might have Impossible. A, one of our other co-hosts rotate out for that if if yeah, uh, yeah. one of us can't really make. It. I I'm not trying to swing it, but I might see it just for the craft. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any of the Mission um, Impossible movies, uh, well, so I need to. Know. Educate myself on that. So. Uh, any staff wrecks? Any anything anybody's watching recently that we want to toss out there? I, I just I just finished season one of the Bear. Very I do want to watch the Bear. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um. I uh, just start. This isn't a wreck. I did start watching the third season of Witcher, and it's a kind of a stinker. It's kind. It's really uh, rough. The thing is, it's damn. it's a little awkward, and I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. But the girl who plays Siri is really not jiving with me this season. So Ugh. yeah, Anya, yeah, whatever. That's, but that's I'm just shame. not not about it. I'm trying to think of like something really good that I've watched lately. My parents made me watch Christmas in July while I was home in Connecticut, and I wanted to just gouge my <laughs> eyes out. Yeah, no, don't, no, we don't need that here. Uh, if you want some Christmas in July, go over to Maximum Film. Uh, for me, I have two. Uh, one, Central Park, which I don't know if either of you have seen it. You probably heard TikTok clips of it, uh, but it's David Diggs, uh, oh. sort of taking a, a take on Bob's Burgers. Okay. And it's, oh, okay. It's a, and it's, it's actually really good. The music's great. There's about two musical acts per episode. Um, uh, and it's sort of the same music David Diggs is known for. So it's a little hip hoppy, but singy. It kind of, it's just that Jason Mraz scratch for oh me in a major way. But the actual story and core concept is very Bob's Burgers, especially later seasons where it has that sort of emotional beat to it. I honestly really think you should check it out. Uh, it's, it's really good. And the music is fun. It's just my brain in a way that I've never is uh, sort of imagined. The other one, Jujutsu Kaisen season three, baby. Let's fucking get it. Let's get fucking hype. Let's get fucking hype, guys. Let's go. Let's um, go. Nimona. I actually really liked it on Netflix. 
Oh, it was actually yes, pretty good. I haven't seen that one yet. It was actually pretty good. I liked it a lot. Yes. I love uh, Eugene I, I Yang, and I will out. see anything that he is in. And I like that this was like his big like first like major voice acting role. I think he was very, very good in it. So. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that's all the time we have this week for Hollywood Junior. We'll see what, you next week. What do you want to do for our sign-off, guys? And as we say every week here in Hollywood, I want to make movies, Ma!